everyone. Welcome back to my Blackadian universe. This week, um, again, just inspired by conversations that I have with my friends um, <laughs> that um, I'm not sure if anyone else is talking about is just about um, representation um, for the our kids in, you know, movies and what it says um, about what we value as a society. Um, we just sort of were talking about how it's problematic for black kids, um, like, you know, certain films and the themes in them um, and how we can sort of overcome that. So let's talk about it. So kids movies have like a general theme of late. I mean, I'll, you know, say this representation and the importance of what that means um, to black children has really um, changed in the last few years. Um, I know with the Black Panther movie, um, unfortunately, you know, money talks and the fact that, you know, it was a huge, um, you know, moneymaker showed, um, you know, the powers that be that uh, black stories can be profitable. I think um, I remember just a lot of, you know, celebrities like Will Smith and, you know, people were saying that, you know, back in their day, they were like constantly and consistently told that, you know, black storylines don't sell. And unfortunately, there's nothing they can do about it, you know. Um, and so there wasn't that motivation, you know, obviously, it was racism as well. But, you know, practically speaking, I can imagine that somebody is going to have a hard time selling somebody on something that they generally think they're not gonna, you know, make money on. Um, but, it, it, you know, I am a big proponent on art for art's sake. And um, whenever someone takes a risk, a financial risk and sort of, you know, wants to tell the story that they want to tell, then you're so um, exposed to this, this beautiful, touching um, story. And it, it's so heartwarming. Um, I just, <laughs> just completely randomly, but uh, I was recently reading Sherlock Holmes. Yes, I know. I'm, I just, it's just, <laughs> I'm just looking, I, I, it's a great series. I mean, they're classics for a reason, but if you haven't, uh, read Sherlock Holmes or you, you don't want to, you know, go down that road, I recommend that you read the story of the yellow face and it's, I don't want to give away the ending because that's the whole point of the Sherlock Holmes movie, but it addresses racism in such a beautiful way that you would think, um, you wouldn't think would be possible when the story was written back in like the 1800s. I think it was like 1893 or something was when the story was written and it's beautiful. It's touching. It always makes me like, you know, tear up a little. Um, but yeah, you, it just reminds you that, uh, uh, that it, it's a beautiful 
story and it's a beautiful art and this is what stories and art should be doing which is inspiring people to um, think outside of their their world and their box and you know perhaps inspire them to do better and be better so anyways read the the yellow face it's a good one and it's the title you're kind of like oh my god you know denise what are you getting me to read but trust me it's great (laughs) so back on the conversation I was having with my uh, girlfriends and we were chatting, um, you know, um, as a parent, we were like, oh my God, you know, can't believe all the racist crap that we watched when we were kids, you know, it's craziness, like we can't show them anything. (laughs) So, you know, obviously there's like great movies out like, you know, Soul, the Encanto, you know, all these things are changing right now, which is wonderful because representation matters. But one of the things that we noticed is that a theme in all of the like cartoon movie show things that we watched was that your heritage matters, right? Um, there's this message that your blood, whatever's in your blood, um, you know, you have the same greatness. You're like a secret prince or princess. And no matter what people do to you, they can't take that away because it's just, you know, you have your, um, this greatness in you that you know they um try to squash out and you know the your parents the parents always die (laughs) that's the other theme it's like the parents have to you know they have to have some hardship there and um but they're gonna you know that they're just made of good stock and they're gonna persevere you know well people would say what's the problem with that problem is that those people are always white in those stories you know what I mean it's it's telling the story of white supremacy um that they're going to be great no matter what because of just who they are growing up and um it excludes black people from that you know like what are the the black people the people of color in those stories you know what's in my blood what's in my ancestry someone would be like oh it's like slaves correction we were enslaved we were not you know slaves your people did that um but you know what i mean like it's just that um that that message it's sort of saying this inferiority um that many people believe uh is rooted in you it's like you know that the surf you know servant mentality is like you were born a servant you're gonna be a servant forever that's just how it was you were born you know into you know royalty you're gonna be royalty all the way there's just that running theme and so for black kids you know it's like oh, if you look not into your not too distant past, there's some, you know, horrors there. Is that going to continue on for me as well? Because the, the lesson is that you are basically bound to that past. And so um, we had a problem with that. We have a problem with that message. So when you see people that look like you, that are not the main story, the main, you know, the protagonist, they're not the main part of the story. They're just like the hangers on, um, if they're even represented at all. 
or you know they're portrayed as animalistic and you know subhuman um you know these are the kinds of things that we were talking about that were sort of like what we saw as ourselves, you know as a, a we were never seen as a princess the the princess you know until very recently we never saw a black princess like that was just not um part of our reality we are given this message again and again that these stories of uprising of greatness of um you know overcoming adversity don't apply to us and which is interesting is because uh that is our lived existence <laughs> right um like we were i was saying that to my friend that you know of all the kids that need that you know story of like you are going to be overcoming adversity you have an uphill battle to climb to show the world who you really are that is the black story that is the story of being a black canadian a black american you know we are fighting for our right to be human and so you know <laughs> it, it's just funny that that no one ever made that correlation that it doesn't apply to us um you know that we wouldn't be inspired by these stories we wouldn't see these stories i don't you know see myself in Cinderella like I don't see that that as you know applying to me and it's just um something that we as you know uh, <laughs> of a certain generation we know that it means so much so powerful the fact that you know as a grown woman that I could be moved to tears by the existence of um the black panther movie the the images that i saw the celebration of blackness meant so much to me um and i've said it before all the time like how my family did such a great job of doing that but to see it uh represented mainstream to see my likeness be just uh celebrated and seen as beautiful and not you know watered down or filtered down was unfortunately uh revolutionary and to uh, w knowing what it meant to me knowing what it would mean to to children to have that is something that's so powerful and it's something that you know when we talk about um privilege the fact that I had to wait till I was a grown woman to see that and the fact that you know white children have that all the time every day because that's you know the privilege of the world being built for you the western world being built for you um you know we have to to you know fight against that for our children to have that kind of representation and so we need more stories from a black voice 
which is what it really boiled down to with our talk is that we're so glad that things are changing, that there are more opportunities for black artists to speak their truth, to tell their stories, tell our stories of our community from our perspective and our voice. Um, because we need that it's a healing process to have your voice heard there's something so wicked in silencing something so evil about silencing a people a culture and a voice it's something that happens to you know BIPOC people that the the first thing the most inhumane thing that's done to you is sort of stripping you of your humanity stripping you of your culture um because they know how damaging it is to to break you from that connection and what's so needed to happen to have this this reconciliation to have this healing journey is to have our stories told to have our people represented to share our beauty to share our knowledge to share our culture not only with our own communities but with every community to show that we are proud and um you know survivors we're we're here and we have um greatness in our blood too. And um, I, I think that's, uh, that's something that uh, I, I can't wait to, uh, to share with my children to celebrate with my children, as was done with me. And um, my hope is that it, it's going to be done more um, widespread as the years go on. So one of my oldest friends um, <laughs> told me something that um, I apparently said, I can't remember, uh, <laughs> but it had a uh, lasting impact on her. And she shared with me that, you know, she has said that a lot. And it was something that, um, uh, you know, I... I, I say this before and I'm, you know, I'm fairly an introverted person until I'm talking about racism. And then, you know, I, I tend to get very passionate about it. I'm passionate about it and I'm not apologizing for it. I've embraced it. It's who I am. I'm passionate. Um, so if you want to have a discussion about racism with me, I'm not going to be filtering my words. I'm not going to be protecting <laughs> your perhaps fragility in this uh, discussion. And so uh, apparently, you know, uh, my friend that was telling me this, she is black and she was saying that we were talking about racism with one of our friends that was white. And, um, you know, the conversation was very guarded and safe, whatever. And the conversation of, you know, um, slavery came up and whatever. And just, you know, like the the disconnection between um the interruption of our culture that slavery represented and I said apparently that um you know no 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 my culture doesn't start with slavery my culture is older and bigger than that you know you're inserting yourself at the start of my story and that's not where it starts it, the the audacity of you to say that you know we start where you come in 
is ridiculous to me, you know, or something to that effect. And uh, it was apparently, you know, uh, <laughs> it's sort of, you know, I wasn't mincing words. I told you, you have to, if you want to talk with me, we're going to get real. And I was like, no, 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 that doesn't start. And I was like, yeah, I totally believe that. I can't believe I said that. <laughs> out in, you know, uh, I don't want to say mixed company, but I can't believe, you know, I said, I was like, whoa, I said that. Yeah, well, well, she got it. Um, You know, we have to be real. Um, And I said, it's true. So I wanted to say that again, my story and something that vexes me, just really irritates me is that always, you know, whenever we talk about history and, you know, blah, 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 we always start with the enslavement of black people. And, um, it's very ethnocentric in the sense that, you know, that's where um, Western civilization, you know, sort of came in and sort of put their mark in um, our culture. Of course, it's a big uh, event that did happen. Um, And, you know, but uh, I, I hate the idea that we were just not existing before the enslavement of our people like get that out of your head we were there the history of the world doesn't begin with colonization you know what I mean like and if you can wrap your head around that you'll be all the better for it because it helps you see um my people as people Um, And, you know, that I have value and greatness in my blood um, that existed before and, you know, still does to this day. And, you know, slavery wasn't the single most important event um, in, in my world. It did shape my people in my community and you know it still influences the world today but it doesn't mean that I can't exist outside of that that there isn't parts of you know my culture that exist outside of that and you know putting that at the forefront and the prominence of who black people are is just a way of putting uh, the story of whiteness first and I don't agree with that so shifting that mindset is so important and um, I get that there's an interruption and there's a loss um, but there's so much that can be discovered if we go beyond that and um I hope that my, you know, I always say like offering the gift of correction. I hope that my friend um, saw that and sort of helped her shift her focus and shift her mind towards um, thinking of black people and black culture outside of whiteness and slavery um, is something people rarely do and something we should do. Um, it's coming up, uh, Black History Month, 
And uh, <laughs> I mentioned for my work that I do um, talk about, you know, diversity and inclusion. And one of the things that I always do, like shy away from, and I'm uh, in a position to do this now, which is great, is never have just doom and gloom stories in Black History Month. Like I hate when it's like, let's all like Black History Month is all about learning about slavery now, like making people white people feel bad and I'm like that is not what Black History Month is going to be this month like we have to understand our past we have to understand our history of course that's very important because it doesn't impact our lives today and in the lives of the black community but I want to celebrate I want to celebrate blackness as well I want to show the achievements of the black community that's what Black History Month needs to be about as well. We need to recognize our path, but we also need to celebrate our successes, celebrate the great, you know, uh, in my instance, you know, Black Canadians that have made an impact, not just on the Black community, but the contributions that they made to Canadian society. That's what I'm focusing on. We know we're going to have joy. That is my act of resistance. Black joy is my act of resistance. And that's what I'm going to be doing all February, frankly, all damn year <laughs> but you know I'm going to be celebrating and you know we should be doing that and so I want to end on that we're going to celebrate black achievements and uh, we're going to you know see lots and lots of black greatness in our culture uh, you know hear from black voices tell black stories and that is going to be a great thing for the next generation. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you next time.